This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am Eric. I'll be your host today. Um, the game today will be pitting Benchwarmer team of Dan and Matt versus Benchwarmer Scott and newcomer Sam. Um, welcome to the bench, Sam. Why don't you take a minute, let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and um, I don't know, anything else you want to share. Yeah, thanks for the invite, man. Very happy to be on the show today. Uh, I am from Fort Worth, Texas, so I, uh, I root for the Cowboys. I was a Rangers fan when I first moved here from Georgia in the mid-90s, so the Juan Gonzalez, Pud Rodriguez teams there. Um, haven't really paid attention to them since the 2000s before that i was a braves fan because i lived in georgia before so 90s braves and rangers and cowboys are pretty much my teams there and uh something else about me i host another podcast um that is about movies so if you like movies you should listen to uh my show the hollywood cast connection that i do with my brother where we play a six degrees of separation game and it's uh comes out every week and it's pretty fun i can personally vouch for this game it's a it's a really good show you should all go check it out yep episode 10 is the uh best episode (laughs) <laughs> we had scott on episode 10 which uh is out october 26th <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so uh sam just uh, since you are a cowboys fan and and so am i let's let's just have a moment of silence for the uh, cowboys defense um because it's just depressing all right that's all the time they're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of a moment uh, yeah <laughs> i thought you were gonna say a moment of silence for dak's ankle for a second because the deep the defense is way more <laughs> way more depressing <laughs> yes just hits right. you right in the soul even more than oh that video of that leg going sideways yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, how are you doing today? I'm good, Eric. I'm excited for your game. I'm excited to team up with Sam. Um, like like he alluded to, and I keep uh, plugging, Highwood Cast Connection is an incredible podcast. I had such a good time on there. I already like can't wait to go back on. Um, and in honor of uh, one of the phrases from the show, our team name is going to be Run the Range. Heck yeah. Got it. Matt and Dan, how are you guys doing today? I'm I'm doing just fine. It's not snowing here. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's a reason I moved to North Carolina, and that's uh, one one of those is because it does not snow here very often. And when it does, it shuts everything down for like a week. This is the most <laughs> amount of snow I, I feel like we've gotten this early in the year. I mean, last year I was hunting at the end of November, and there was no snow on the ground. So the fact that we got four inches or so on October 20th, is that what it is? Yeah. Is kind of ridiculous. Reminds me of the uh, 1991, 1991. Halloween uh, snow blizzard that we had. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was shortly after the uh, Twins beat the Braves in the World Series, right? It was. It was. Yeah. Oh, good. We times. don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, because of our uh, Dan's getting away from the snow and my hopefully getting away from not as much snow when we moved to Omaha sometime here, but my stupid agent gets my household. Um, we're going to be calling ourselves, uh, you can keep the snow. Fantastic. Real quick, Matt, just so you know, that sale, not going to happen. I'm totally going to Brennan and, uh, Dale, your house. <laughs> it's the asbestos. <laughs> your neighbor's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Brennan and Dale it, you got to tell people it was built in 1900 by General Custer. (laughs) (laughs) My homes are nice, nice, baby. And so that's what's going on in our world, Eric. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Time for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. 
This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate. Three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. I'm going to give you a league. I'm going to give you three retired numbers and the year those numbers were retired. I just want to know what team retired those numbers. Make sense? Yep. It makes sense, but doesn't mean I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make this easier than it was last time. So the league is Major League Baseball. The retired numbers are six, retired in 2011, 10, retired in 2013, and 31, retired in 2009. Well, based off of a question I had before where there's only one team that only has one number uh, retired in MLB, I'm pretty sure it's not the Marlins. <laughs> I guess I didn't make this easier. <laughs> I I, honestly, I don't think that I really know a lot of Major League Baseball players' numbers. It's not like a prominent thing like in football or even in basketball. But 42. <laughs> that was retired for everybody a long time ago. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scott, I think we could check in with that. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. We're checked in. Okay, Ron, the range is checked in. So you say Chipper was 10. Yeah, Chipper was 10. Maddox was 31. And I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure Bobby Cox was six, which would be why they retired that one so late. Yep, let's go ahead and check in. Yeah. We'll check in with the Braves. Okay, and Ron, the range, what was your answer? Take it away, Sam. Yeah, we also checked in with the Braves. We couldn't remember if Chipper was 6 or 10. Um, Dan and Matt sounded really sure on it, but we went with the Braves as well. Okay, both teams getting the answer correct. The answers, Bobby Cox with number 6, Chipper Jones with the number 10, and Greg Maddox with 31. Three guys I put in the chat, Sam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, on to question two. The NHL, Scott. Oh, jeez. Woo! Willers. <laughs> the retired numbers are 19. Retired in 2010, 22 in 2020, and 33 also in 2020. We're checked in. All right, run the range is checked in. You can keep the snow. Feel free to talk it up. Yeah, we're the right off the bat. I said because of the two that were done, and somebody talked about these in an episode here just recently was the Sadine twins. Eric talked about them this morning. The one that I listened to this morning that yeah. just came out on Sunday. Yep. And so I looked up I looked up the Sadine twins, and for some reason now I'm thinking one of them might have been a 45 though. No, I think it was 22 and 33. Okay, if you if you if you got and, and that. 2020 makes sense for that. Of course, it, yeah. And both of them being retired in 2020, I think 19 might be Naslin. Yeah, and that one makes sense. 2010 is about the time would have been a, a year, a couple of years after he retired. So all right, so we'll check in the the Canucks. No, we'll check in the freaking Canucks. I hate them. <laughs> And run the range your answer? Uh, obviously, I knew this one right off the bat. Um, <laughs> no deliberation at all. Uh, no, Sam, you know, was like, uh, weren't those the twins? And I was like, yeah, I think so. So we also checked in with the Canucks. All right, both teams getting their points again. The correct answer is the Vancouver Canucks, um, with 19 being Naslin, 22 being Daniel Sedin, and 33 being Henrik Sedin. 
Thank you, Benchwarmers podcast, for giving me that answer from whatever <laughs> recent episode that was. <laughs> Sam has a better podcast memory than I do. And I'm on them. It's from an episode that is very um, upsetting to me. So, Well, I just remembered 22 and 33 because when I first listened to it, I thought it said 22 and 23, and then it was corrected after the fact. So that's why it's stuck. Yes. There you go. On to question three. The NFL retired numbers 14 in 1988. 21 in 2015 and 55 in 2012. Let's check that in. Yep. We're checking. You can keep the snows checked in, run the range, talk it out. Yeah. Scott's got some good ideas on this one. I, um, my first thought with 21 was, uh, Deion Sanders, but he said chargers possibly with, uh, 21 being LT. And then you had another good idea, Scott. Yeah. So, I mean, my mind with the year for 21, I figured it's a little bit late to be retiring Deion's numbers most likely. Um, so I thought 21 LT, and then I'm thinking maybe 55 Junior Seau. I think that's around the time that he met his untimely demise. And then 14 maybe is Dan Fouts or someone else. But uh, we're going to go ahead and check in with the Chargers. Okay, checking with the Chargers, and you can keep the snow your answer. For the very same reasons that Scott just said, we also said the Chargers. <laughs> See, this wasn't that bad. It wasn't no. hard at all, except for maybe the baseball question, but whatever. All right, um, both teams getting the correct answer, and you guys had all the right players. It was uh, Dan Fouts, Ladanian Tomlinson, and Junior Seau. So he's from my hood, LT two, I guess, right? <laughs> from uh, TCU. Oh yeah. Yep. He had an amazing career at uh, TCU. My coworker ran into him at the liquor store in Fort Worth a couple months ago. <laughs> Joe wasn't a cheesecake factory. <laughs> all right now now you have to come up with every other person that your coworker ran into at that liquor store yeah. <laughs> that lives around here yeah they could you could be. call that some sort of uh i don't know six degrees of separation <laughs> probably josh hamilton oh too soon maybe oh <laughs> after the tailgate we have a score of 30 to 30 neither team missing any of the questions before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Bringing us to today's first quarter, pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Oh, I have a feeling Eric's pre and post games are always interesting. Hardcore. Arvin Harrison Smith. I'm just waiting for somebody to use that same one. Use Marvin Harrison Smith. <laughs> yeah, and Marvin we Harrison. all get stumped. <laughs> totally different stats. Give their high school stats. <laughs> all right. That'd be awesome. Question one of pre and post game. Sorry, Scott. NHL goalie from the 90s and early 2000s with the nickname The Cat, playing mostly with the Leafs, who was a 300-pound defensive tackle for the Patriots and Texans. 
I actually think I know this, Sam. Oh, nice. Cat didn't ring any bells to me. It's not um, Julie the Cat Gaffney. I got it, Matt. You got it? Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll check in. <laughs> you can keep the snows checked in around the range talking about. Well, apparently it's an amazing one, so which means it's probably going to be really clever and fun. What would be amazing would be if we could remember the goalie's first name. <laughs> yeah, so Vince Wolfork is definitely the, the second part. So it's Vince or Vincent. Vince, the second part of anything like right. convince, advince. Like a Canadian province, Wolfork. <laughs> Nova Scotia, Wolfork. <laughs> Did you say what team the cat paid for? Yeah, the Maple for? Leafs. Maple Leafs, that's right, Toronto. Which does not help me at all. Me either. That's this is like around the time I played the hockey games. Never use the Leafs. <laughs> right. He's still on. Uh, you're still on M from Montreal. You haven't gotten to <laughs> right. for yeah, Toronto exactly. yet. So. <laughs> I skipped right past him. I went to Vancouver. That's how we got that Canucks question. <laughs> oh man, uh, Vincent. Vin- Vincent is he a Canadian guy? Cat. The cat. Yeah, I don't. Does his name have something to do with a cat? Who knows with these hockey nicknames. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, Rayfield Wright was Big Cat, and that has nothing to do with his name, so probably not. Andre Scalaraga. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 90s brave, late 90s, but it counts. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I'm going to come up with anything. And Dan has to get up at 4.30, so I'm not going to take forever to decide that I'm not going to come up with You want to go with, like, George or something? George Vincent Wilfork? Sure. <laughs> I'm down with that. He sounds like a 1940s actor, so let's do it. All <laughs> right, I like it. <laughs> okay, run the range, checking in with probably the wrong answer. Um, you can keep the snow. What was your answer? We went with uh, Felix the Cat Pot Vince Wilfork. One team getting points. The correct answer is Felix Pot Vin. <laughs> he got a, he it's so it bad he can't even he do it. it. It's not bad. It's it's Felix Pot Vince Wilfork. There you go. I've, I'm, I should not drink when I do this. Yeah, Pot Vince should. was the guy's last name? Pot, Pot Vince. Vin. Pot Vin. Oh, Pot Vin. P- Felix the Cat. Okay. All right. That name sounds familiar now that you're saying it normally. Correctly. Yeah. Felix the Cat. Yeah. There it is. All right. Question two. Pitcher who has a surgery named after him and was a Philly that almost had his head taken off by a Randy Johnson pitch in the 1993 All-Star game. We can, we can check in. Yeah, we, you know that one, Matt. I knew the first part. Why well, was the second one I was going to ask you, but the... We can talk it out, right? It's, 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 it's Tommy John Cruck. Okay, John Cruck. I was, I was trying to... Yep, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll check that in. All right. And run the range, your answer. Yeah, Scott was pretty quick on that one. I knew the Tommy John part, and he, uh, he sent over Tommy John Cruck. All right, both teams getting their points. Correct answer is Tommy John Crook, which is one of my favorite highlights from 90s baseball. Is <laughs> yeah. John Crook just looking up to the sky, thanking God. <laughs> Zomas wasn't, uh, who was it that, uh, was it Walker that put the batting hat on, uh, yeah. on backwards or, and then yeah. went and batted right or something or, yeah. or switched around? My, my favorite quote by uh, John Crook was, I'm not an athlete, I'm a baseball player. <laughs> I loved that team. I loved that team. The 93 Phils. Loved that team. It had nails on it too, right? Um, yep. Darren Dalton. Yeah, that wild thing. Yeah, Mitch Williams. Lost him the, lost him the World Series. Question three. 
two-time World Series champion, second baseman, and 2011 Hall of Fame inductee, who was a two-time All-Star with the Expos and back-to-back NL stolen base leader in 91 and 92. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll check in. You can keep the snow is checked in. Run the range, talk it up. I'd be surprised if it's not Tim Raines because he is like top 10 all time in stolen bases. He played for the Expos for a long time. Sure. And he used to lead the league, but I, I don't know how that would work with anything. Yeah, something that folds into Tim. If it's Roberto Alomar on the front end, then what would it be on the second half if right. it's not Tim Raines? I'm just trying to think, right? Second baseman with two World Series, Hall of Fame in 2011. So you would think played prominently in the 90s. Right, retired early 2000s, mid 2000s. Yep. If we could think of any other expo, you know, that would fit on stolen bases. But I uh, mean, Tim Raines was there. More, they had Moises Alou for a couple of years there. Okay. Huh. It wasn't him. I mean, maybe it's not Tim Raines, and I'm going to be surprised. Timothy's my middle name. We could just go Samuel Timothy Raines. Okay, that's what we're checking in with. Checking in with Samuel Timothy Raines. Okay, and you can keep the snow your answer. All right, so 2011, um, there were only two people that went into the Hall of Fame that year, and one of them was Burt Blylevin. That's why I remember it so well. It was uh, Roberto Alomar, and we're looking at Roberto Alomar Keith Grissom. Oh, it's a good one. One team getting their points. The correct answer is Roberto Alomarquez Grissom. Totally forgot he played for the Expos. He was a member of the 1995 Atlanta Braves. Yes, he was. Yeah. And the 97 Indians that should have won. <laughs> and it's depressing when you uh, look him up on Wikipedia, and the picture is him in a Nationals uniform, and he just looks super old and just like a... <laughs> Not a stolen base leader at all. Doesn't want to be. There <laughs> he just looks like somebody that was just, you know, oh, we need a guy. There he is. Question four. Pitcher who was the 1979 NL Rookie of the Year, 1982 AL ERA leader, and the 1984 Cy Young winner, who was knocked out by Mike Tyson in the first round in February of 2003. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll check in. You can keep the snow has checked in. Guys, feel free to talk about Dude, Eric has turned into J.J. Abrams because I'm lost. Nice. <laughs> and this is a Mission Impossible. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the one that you mentioned, the name that I sent you and the name that you sent me would work, but I do think you're right that he never got knocked out. So I, I don't know if he ever, I don't know if Roger Jr. ever got knocked out. He did a lot of knocking out. Right. I, I don't know if he ever got knocked out. And I don't know if this is actually Phil Necro or not. Like right. <laughs> 79 NL and then 82 AL. So like he switched teams right into his career. So yeah, I'm just trying to think of boxers from that time. Yeah. Was that Roy Jones era? Mickey Ward? Nope. I mean, it's Roy Jones era, but yeah. again, I, I don't ever remember him and Tyson having a fight. What's uh, the guy with the French sounding name? Um, what's his name? Etienne? Sure. I, the only Etienne I know is Travis Etienne from Clemson. No, the boxer. God. Boxers. Yeah, I, I think at this point, do we just check in with Phil Necroy Jones Jr.? It kind of works. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I'll just go with that for time's sake. We're checking in with the wrong answer of Phil Necroy Jones Jr. Okay, and you can keep the snow your answer, please. All right, this was a team effort to come up with this and i'm still not certain it's right but it fits so 1984 the uh, nlcs 
the uh, the Cubs made it there, and everyone was thinking they were going to make it to the World Series. And I remember the, the their ace was uh, was Rick Sutcliffe, which opened the door for Cliff. Um, but then Matt jumped in from there. And I said the only boxer I know that's name is Cliff is at Clifford Etienne, and so I said let's go ahead and throw that out. And so it was a guess on both sides, and hopefully it works. That's his first name. Yeah, <laughs> Etienne, <laughs> the guy with the French sounding name. Okay, one team getting their points here. The correct answer is Rick Sut Clifford Etienne. Oh, man. Um, Clifford Etienne going into that fight with uh, Tyson was 24-1-1. One and, one. Um, and 49 seconds into the fight, he was 24-2-1. and one. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that Travis's dad? <laughs> it might be. I first time I saw him for Cle- or for Clemson, I'm like, is is his, is his dad the guy that got beat up by Tyson? Was that <laughs> I don't remember uh, Rick Sutcliffe playing in the American League. He he obviously did, but yeah, I don't who remember did he that. get the rookie of the year with? Rookie of the year was the Cardinals. He started with the Cardinals, but he said he was the AL rookie of the year in '79. No, no, he said he said AL uh, ERA leader. Oh, so he went from the Cardinals. He was the NL rookie of the year in '79. Then he was the AL ERA leader in '82, and he went back to the Cubs. No, he didn't start with the Cubs. He was with the Cubs in '84. So who did he win the ERA? Who was he with in '82? Cleveland. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Really? I had no idea he played for Cleveland. The Cleveland baseball team. It was Dodgers, Cleveland, Chicago. Wow. Oh, not, not the Cardinals. Dodgers. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, the Dodgers. Study. Are we actually calling them the Cleveland baseball team now? Is that the thing? I am. The next movie? Matt is. Gotcha. The Golden State basketball team. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm woke. <laughs> right. Wow. My wife is Native American. She's a super pale redhead, but she's, you know, one sixteenth or something, so it counts. I, my wife is too, so I don't. Isn't your wife blonde? Mine? Yeah. Chemically. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's not legally blonde. Episode, it's chemically blonde. <laughs> All right. Just, episode title: it's... Chemically Blonde. <laughs> Eric, does your wife know how much talk she gets on this show? She actually. All right. So I was listening today to the one that came out as um whatever in the car because we had a long ride because I, I i fixed my my speeding ticket my fertility speeding ticket was was <laughs> oh, fixed yeah. today so um we're driving home we got about an hour <laughs> ride home and um she's like how many come you never talk about me because my mom came up for some reason so she's like, never <laughs> talk about me. So hungarian her mother and yes. <laughs> babushka uh, yes. head scarf. <laughs> <laughs> so i'll let her know she came up today and then she'll <laughs> and that she's starring in chemically blonde yes she she comes up often. It's usually as the uh, the antagonist of the of the story, though. Yeah. Well, that's we're married. <laughs> that's, that's, what, what, that's, that's what those chemically bonds will do to you. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna let's finish this up. Question five. <laughs> um, Egyptian soccer player that led the Premier League in goals in 2017-2018, playing for Liverpool who was a running back that won the 2006 NFL MVP. It's Lewandowski, obviously. So <laughs> Obviously, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, he's Egyptian. He's straight from Egypt. I think I got the running back. Oh, okay. Egyptian soccer players? Yeah. <laughs> Any ideas? Wow. Did he say no. Oh, he said Liverpool, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's it. Check it in. We're going to go ahead and check in there. Here. Oh, come on. You can keep the snow as checked in. Um, you know. Let's hear your Egyptian soccer knowledge. Yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. Uh, so he said Liverpool, right? He did say Liverpool. All right. Does so, that help you at all? You know players for Liverpool? Is Lewandowski, is he, is he <laughs> played for Liverpool? 
<laughs> All right, so Liverpool, uh, they're like they're really good. So good soccer players, right? But the high profile soccer players that I know don't play for Liverpool. The Messi's, the Ronaldo's, right? The Neymar's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Nazine Zidane. <laughs> you sure he didn't play for Liverpool? <laughs> I don't think he's Egyptian. I think he's Algerian. I think he's French. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's Algerian. No, he's French. Oh, he's very French. He's very yeah. French. He's a, I think he I think his family his origin his ethnicity is Algerian. Yes. His head is 100% French. <laughs> <laughs> I think the running back is Sean Alexander. Okay. I think that's when he broke the rushing touchdown record. He got the cover of Madden. Okay. All that good stuff. Yeah. But something Sean, I again I don't Sean Sean Egyptian. You said yeah. your girlfriend's Egyptian? What's she her last is. name? Not Sean. <laughs> Grimes, if I if I know what's best for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would think there would be like Arabic last names in Egypt. But uh Yeah. All right. Why don't we just check in with uh Wallace Sean Alexander? Wallace Sean. <laughs> uh Scott, that answer is inconceivable. All right. <laughs> you can keep the snow your answer, please. I'm still in awe over Wallace Sean Alexander. That's 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 beautiful. I could clearly not choose the answer in front of you. <laughs> um, okay, so I was originally all over this with the wrong name, and I couldn't make it work. I was thinking Muhammad Sanu, and I'm like, I, I that's right, that's the guy, that's the guy. And it, no, he he's he he plays uh, football, <laughs> plays for the Falcons. So I had to rethink that, and I came up. Oh, it's 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 Muhammad Salah, and it's a uh, Muhammad Salah Damian Tomlinson. Oh, it is one team getting points again. Correct answer is Muhammad or Mo Salah Damian Tomlinson. Who? It was of no help for that one, and you owe Bomb back five bucks. <laughs> Salah is, is one of the best players in yes. the world. Since joining River Liverpool in uh 2017, he has 79 goals and 113 appearances. Which I'm told is a lot. I'd say he's even better than Robert Lewandowski. Really? He might be. Yeah, he might be. And wow. I, I I can't I know Bundesliga stuff better than I know modern Premier League. Did they get all five of those? They they did. Yeah, we're we're I like I said early in the game by the second quarter. Yep. We're going to be getting stomped. Stopped. After the first quarter, we have a score of run the range with 50. And <laughs> you can keep the snow 130. Wow. Hey, that's 50 more points than I expected to get. So I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I knew we'd get like one tailgate. <laughs> we swept the tailgate. We did. we did fine on that. All right. Today's second quarter will be five on five. Five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question one. The last five Buffalo Bill quarterbacks to pass for 300 yards in a game. Does it count if they threw to the other team and they ran it? Because <laughs> if they, they did, Nathan Peterman's on this list. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wish I had that stat. I like those three, Scott. Yeah. 
uh, I'd probably only feel great about the, the initial three. Sure. I don't. Oh yeah. I want to take a risk on the the fourth one and then get nothing. Not that it really matters, but Scott, let's go. Let's check in with those four. You want to do those? Four? You don't have to say the that. number. Oh, sorry. Let's check in with the <laughs> that number. Hey, Scott. I think we are good to check in with all but. <laughs> hey, Scott. How do I say words without saying numbers? <laughs> We're checked in. Hey, Scott. I'm sending you a chat. Yeah. Let's check in with those. <laughs> it's like, let's check in with that list while there's seven of them, Sam, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all 11. Yeah, right. Starting 19. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll check in. Yeah. Okay, we're on the range. is checked in. All right, so how conservative you want to be with this? I think I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty confident that, I mean, so we're pretty sure Josh Allen has done it because he's... I think he did it this year. Though, yeah, even though he can't hit the broad side of the barn sometimes, he can actually get some yardage Have quite a bit. Have you watched so. this year? Yeah, they're, they're passing good Passing a lot year. better. Uh, what, what? Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. I would define good. I didn't say like good. The Jets, I they have, they have an offense. They have an offense this year. They, they don't. Against <laughs> they, good defenses, they, uh, the last two games. They have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. All right. we, we got Eric on a thing here. So let's not uh, let's go, go far. I think Sorry. they're okay this year, but they're okay against horrible defenses and horrible teams. We get that. Okay. Josh Allen throws a lot. I think we're confident with him. Great. Okay. Next one. Ryan Tyrod Fitzpatrick Taylor. Was, Tyrod Taylor was there until last year, right? And he had a couple of halfway decent years and I have he had some really good games. I remember him having one game where he just absolutely went ape nuts. Um so I'm pretty sure he had at least one. They play the Jets twice a year. True. Miami. Very true. Adam Gase is one of the best coaches in all the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just like the Buffalo Bills being a really, really good team this year. Adam Gase is a fantastic coach. Right, one of those is a little bit closer to being true than the other. Come on, Eric. I'm waiting for you to react. The um, that did you ever see that Brendan Fraser movie, Bedazzled? I think that's what Adam Gase is living through right now. And then the third one was uh, Ryan Con- Fitzpatrick. Connor McGregor, you mean? <laughs> so Ryan Fitzpatrick was there. What, like five years ago? Six years ago? Right. Yeah, and and even though he's a he's never won consistently. He always, he always seems has to put these up big games, stats. though. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to go with Taylor Fitzpatrick and uh, Josh Allen? Yeah, we'll go with those three. And run the range your answer, please. Yeah, we we took this back a little farther. Yeah. We went way back, back yeah. into time. I wanted to go with Derek Anderson, but Scott told me no. So <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Small sample size. <laughs> right. Uh, no, this was pretty much all Scott and uh, yeah, Bills does nothing for me in the as far as ringing any bells. But uh, we had Josh Allen, uh, Jim Kelly, Doug Flutie, and uh, did we go with just four of them, yeah. Scott? So we went with Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, Drew Drew Bledsoe. Yep. Okay, so one team is getting points. The list I have is Josh Allen, Tyrod Taylor. Kyle Orton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and J.P. Lossman. Wow. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, 300 Lossman. yards in a game. <laughs> and Orton. The, the, the Bills Kyle went Orton? like four, 49 games without a 300-yard passer. I'm, I'm not surprised Dude. by Orton because all he did was sling it, and they, he always lost. 
Tyrod Taylor sure. surprises me because he throws the ball like two yards. <laughs> he again, they play the Jets and the Dolphins every year, which if one of <laughs> either one of those teams is at the bottom. Charles Clay, Stevie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Moltz was gone. Robert Royal, yeah. you know, guys like that. JP. Right, on, to question, on to question. <laughs> question two. In the 90s, what five Atlanta Braves won the NLCS MVP? Do you like those, Scott? I was just, I was, not I was like just typing that out. Like, do we want to do that? Oh, yeah. I think we just combined our last two messages into yeah. that one. So we'll check it in. Okay. Run the range is checked in. You can keep the snow talking out. Okay. So we've, we've narrowed it down to the, we're pretty sure Smoltz and Avery, Avery won at 91. And Avery Smoltz won at 91. And I'm pretty sure Smoltz won at 95. So other prominent players on those teams, like uh, David justice. Mm, I don't think so. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure Maddox did not win one. I think when did Maddox leave? It would have been shortly after then. Um, I don't think another pitcher won it. I think it's just those two for the pitchers. And I don't remember Chipper Jones ever winning it. So, so it's it, you know the cast and characters of that team of those teams changed around so much in the nineties, yeah, quite a bit. It I mean, could have been. I mean, it, there were there were so many guys that came came in and out of there. So who was that? Uh, Terry Pendleton was on the team third baseman, right? Early in the nineties, but he was he left after like ninety three, right? Because he was playing for the Reds later on. Right. It? I mean, um, I'm not comfortable going any more than just those two. Let's just do that because I don't really. I mean, even if we threw out a name that was prominent on the team, I don't know that we're gonna know that they were the NLCS MVP. Right. Crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, we, we know those two, so. So we're going to go ahead and check in with Avery and Smoltz. Okay, and run the range. Yeah. Um, we tried to write, like, come up with the years to see if that would help us, you know, jog our memories as to who won it. Um, we got zero points this round, uh, but we checked in with uh, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, David Justice, and Terry Pendleton. <laughs> One team getting points. Um, so the list is 1991, we had Steve Avery. 1992, we had John Smoltz. 1995, we had center fielder Mike Devereaux. Oh. 1996, catcher Javi Lopez. Oh, Javi right. Lopez, yeah. 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 And thought of that one. 1999, catcher Eddie Perez. Wow. Some unsung hmm. heroes in there. Yeah. Mike Devereaux. So I said pitchers and they were all catchers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike Devereaux, the Baltimore Oriole. Fun uh, Braves story. Who's the White Sox fan? Is that Eric? Mm -hmm. I was at Jermaine Dye's first Major League Baseball game in Atlanta when he homered at his first at bat. Nice. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players just because of 2005. But yeah. Turner Field. That's why I was the MVP. So, Love that's one of my favorite uh, sports memories. And then I think he hit like 17 foul balls too. <laughs> one of those at bats. One of the next ones. All right, so let's go to question three. The last five unique running backs to rush for a thousand yards for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
<clears throat> All right, so we're both thinking that one. Sorry to write that one just for you, Dan. Sorry about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Herschel? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have heard me say that a few times. You don't know the context, but in in the in the 80s, there was this, this uh, radio station in town did like this fake phone calls, you know, from the different players. Yeah. And so uh, when the Vikings traded for Herschel, he replaced uh, Disco Darren Nelson who didn't want to come to Minnesota when he was drafted out of Stanford because they didn't have any discos in Minnesota. You've so, named Darren Nelson. You've named two names that don't need to be named already. <laughs> <laughs> so then the radio station had this. So Darren had a little bit of a high pitched voice. So then the, the joke always was that the, the bit was, is it Herschel? This is Darren Nielsen. Herschel Walker does not, and Herschel always spoke in the third person, so he'd go, Herschel Walker does not understand what Darren Nielsen is telling Herschel Walker. <laughs> That's awesome. You said the right, last yeah. five, right? Last five. <laughs> That's right. Last we're five. doing a trip you're still here, aren't we? <laughs> oh, you're good. I was just, my brain was, got caught up thinking there. This question was almost, Dan, um, the five players that the Cowboys drafted with the, from the Herschel Walker trade, but <laughs> I didn't do it that way. <laughs> yeah, we, let's do probably that. I agree. Right. Okay, we'll check in. When the range is checked in, you can keep the snow is free to talk. All right, so Whoa. Ezekiel Elliott for sure, DeMarco Murray for sure. And then you were saying Darren McFadden. I think. McFadden may have done it. I don't know if he did. Um, no, and then you're going to go back way far after that. I mean, Julius Jones, maybe. I think hmm. I honestly think Emmett Smith's in play on this. Well, okay, so oh, unique players. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm comfortable saying Emmett Smith, but he may very well be in play on this. Oh, we could go back to the '70s and say Tony Dorsett. Or well, I. <laughs> Kelvin Hill. He had a good, a cool son. <laughs> I mean, I'd say, I mean, if we're going to take a gamble, I would rather take a gamble on McFadden than take a gamble on Emmett Smith. But Yeah. I mean, if, I don't know if we need to take the gamble, do we? Okay. So let's just go with Zeke and Murray then. All right. We'll go with Zeke and Murray. Checking in with Ezekiel Elliott and DeMarco Murray and run the range. Your answer, please. Uh, <laughs> we were trying to think of who was between some of these guys, and then we definitely went way far back. Uh, we had Zeke. We had DeMarco Murray. Um, and then guys in between there, we were thinking maybe Barber, maybe Julius Jones. Uh, Julius Jones, some of the names they said as well. But uh, we ended up locking in with Zeke, DeMarco Murray, Emmett Smith, and Tony Dorsett. One team getting points, so let's go down the list. We have Ezekiel Elliott, DeMarco Murray, Darren McFadden, Julius Jones, and Emmett Smith. No! Yeah. Oh, Emmett Smith was on. Oh, sorry. And so were that. the other two I said. I completely forgot. Barry and Barber was close. 
He had like a nine hundred and something. I think Felix yard. Jones had like eight hundred one year, right? Yeah, he he had a good yeah. year. Um, he looks the cat Jones. <laughs> um, one guy who didn't come close was uh, Tyrone Hambrick. Oh, um, Emmett Smith's replacement. Yeah. yeah, didn't work out. I think um, it was Troy Hambrick. It was it? Yeah, sorry. If it goes back to Emmett Smith, that must mean that Herschel Walker may have been the. <laughs> he was pretty close. Number six. <laughs> I think he was. Probably, and which yeah. means Tony Dorsett was probably close to that too then yeah they haven't had many that's yeah question four i need the five teams to lose in the stanley cup finals to the pittsburgh penguins what did i say earlier five five western conference (laughs) hockey teams let's just type them out let's just do that yeah we're we're checked in (laughs) we're in the range is checked in you can keep the snow talking out, please. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they beat uh, San Jose in 16 or 17, one of those two years. Okay, so we know the Sharks for sure. Mm-hmm. And we know the North Stars the for other sure. <laughs> yeah, not the Stars. If you say the Stars, Eric Eat, I'm going to kick in the squad in the nuts. <laughs> I think the next year, they won back-to-back. I think they beat I... Nashville. When was that? In 17. Okay. No, I was saying they won back-to-back in 91 and 92. 91 92, yeah. I don't know who they beat in 92. If you say it was the Blackhawks, that's fine. But I thought the Blackhawks had like a, a run of like 15 years where they were horrible in the no, 90s. No, they, they, they made a, a cup final at some point in there, uh, I think. Was that with Ed Belfour? Um, and then did they – they had to have played the Red Wings at some point, right? I mean – the Red Wings were always in the. Well, I don't know that for sure. I know the Red Wings in the late nineties. You know, with them. Right. Did they win one in the late nineties? The Pens. The only four that I could come up with the top of my head were the ninety-one, ninety-two, and then I think it was sixteen and seventeen. I know that they won somewhere in there, but I don't know the dates or the years. All right. So we've got the ones we know for sure are the Sharks, the North Stars, and you think the Predators. I'm like. 80% confident because that's when um, a friend of a friend moved down to Nashville and was a bartender. And he was always talking on Facebook about, and I'm pretty sure it was the penguins that they played. Okay. Should we just go and with those three? Because they lost. Yeah. And then also doesn't that uh, country singers guy was Nashville, something about that. Wasn't there some country singer married to some Nashville predator? That's a big time. Come on, Eric, um, Scott, you know, I do. Crap. I'm not going to help you. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right, correct. So, yeah. <laughs> so Carrie Underwood. The, we're going to go with the North Stars, the Sharks, and the Predators. Yeah. For for the record, I think the Blackhawks are the 92, but I'm not going to – I don't want to go with them. And for the record, I'm pretty sure you're right with the, with the Red Wings, but I have no idea. If you want to go with the Red Wings also, let's do it. Let's just go with the sure thing. North Stars, Sharks, and Predators. Okay, and run the range. Yeah, we uh, we definitely played it safe on this one just to try to break the uh, the schneid here for this round, and we just went with the Blackhawks. Okay, so let's go in order. We have 2017, the Penguins defeated the Nashville Predators. In 2016, they defeated the San Jose Sharks. In 2009, they defeated the Detroit Red Wings. In 1992, they swept the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> and in 1991, they defeated Norm Green's Minnesota North Stars. 
we keep saying forbidden names on this show. Please stop. <laughs> we got one, and it was the damn hockey one, and we got 10 points. There you go. Um, excuse me. When I'll when did Jonathan Chichu leave San Jose? Uh, I it was I think it was well before. I had a friend in high school. He was like obsessed with Jonathan Chichu. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> he had like five jerseys. I didn't even know the Sharks had five jerseys, but he had like a five oh, different sh- jerseys <laughs> with Chichu, and I was just like, dude, why? Nice. Was it like Eric's obsession with that uh, good-looking guy? I don't know if that was that? the reason. I mean, he was a Sharks fan, Landis but like Cog. they had other good players too, and he was just like, nope, Jonathan Chichu all day <laughs> i looked him up and yeah he's a good looking fella but i mean come on i mean oh, we can knees over there eric jeez really? he's he's okay you know, he's kind of got that blonde with the his face looks chapped almost i don't know what, <laughs> what? hey eric's allowed to have a man crush okay internet <laughs> connection is failing me right now guys Damn, this is how we get our points deducted man shut up <laughs> <laughs> he's beautiful he's beautiful i'm sorry <laughs> The only man I would leave my wife for. I would leave her for many other reasons. I was going to say for many women, but only one man. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title, Don't Let Eric's Wife Listen to This Episode. (laughs) (laughs) Password required. (laughs) So since you guys are losing, you haven't been doing too hot, and I have several of these available. Um, I'm going to give you a choice. I'll give you the topics of the ones I have. I have NBA, NFL, and NFL draft. Uh, 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 no. uh, NFL draft. That's my. <sighs> I don't care. If you know the draft, I, I mean, don't. I know all, some so. drafts. I don't know what Eric's going to throw. Unless at it's us. Cowboys draft, then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. The NFL draft, 1967. I want right. the unique uh, first defensive lineman. <laughs> uh, are we picking? Because we're down. We with yeah. NFL pick draft. one. Okay, you want NFL Why not? draft? Right. This can't get much worse. So. I want the last five players selected in the first round of the NFL draft out of Penn State. Yeah, let's just go with that one then. We're going to check in. You can keep the snows checked in. Run the range, talk it out. Oh, it sounds like they only went with Saquon. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of who else I know went to Penn State. I think Sean Lee did, but he was like a third round pick or something and 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of how far back this might go because – they haven't really been churning out first rounders recently. Right. Like if this were next year, like Pat Fryermuth might go in the first round in this upcoming draft, but that does nothing. Like Paul Pozlesny was drafted out of the first round from there in like 06, 07. I just don't know if it's going to go back <sighs> that far. Right. Um, Tom Bahali is another guy that went there that was definitely a first round pick around that time as well. I think okay. it goes back to Kerry Collins. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it might i don't know Pro, I, maybe not they probably have some linemen that i'm not thinking of i don't know we can just take do saquon and take points yeah i mean there's like a decade between yeah saquon and yeah. Sneak, so. like uh, christian hackenberg wasn't a first rounder so right that's all the, i mean I, the guys that i know that went there definitely weren't first round yeah, guys like miles so. sanders yeah let's just go saquon then right because they had a trio of receivers, but none of them went in the first round. All right, we're checking in with Saquon Barkley. All right, you can keep the snow. Your answer too. Yeah, I mean, it was really hard for us. Um, yeah, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, start from the top. We have Saquon Barkley in 2018. Jared Odrick in 2010. 
Aaron Mabin in 2009, Levi Brown in 2007, and Tamba Hali in 2006. Yep. Heading into halftime, we have a score of Run the Range with a solid 70 points, and you can keep the snow with 240. Wow. It's doable. We can do this. <laughs> we can catch them. It's now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. All right, halftime question one. In the music video for the song Gin and Juice, Snoop Dogg wears two different hockey jerseys, one for a current NHL team, and one for a former AHL team. Name one of these teams, and you'll get a bonus 10 points if you can give me both. Former AHL team. Is that the African Hockey League? <laughs> Didn't Manu Bull play hockey for a he game? On, he was on skates for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron Mutombo is the best goalie ever played. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no shoot past me. I guess we're checking in. All right. We're on the range is checked in. You can keep the snow, talk it out. I think I, was... I remember black and yellow. I think I remember the penguins. Okay. I mean, I said the kings only because black and silver was always their that colors. That would make a lot of sense. But, but if I, you're I... but also that would have been about that 92, 91, 92, 93 time frame. No. When was gin and juice? That would have been probably about mid nineties, right? Yeah. Like 94, 95, 96 ish. Um, mm, no, a little earlier. Between okay. like 92, 93, I think. Yeah. I, I, I seem to remember the penguins though. I remember the black and yellow. So let's, let's do just it. go with black and black yellow. And yellow penguins. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Please don't ever do that again. We are checking in with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins because they are black and yellow, oh. black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> Y'all know run, what it is. Run the Ranger answer, please. I, that makes a lot uh, of sense, actually, because he's like Pittsburgh fan for sports. Right, but he's from yeah. the LBC, where I've been told there's a lot of drama. So you know, I've been there many times. No drama. I wouldn't say a lot. There's so much, but not yeah, a lot. There wasn't. Okay. There was a very a little rational. drama when I, I and I even had. I was reading tabloids. I tried to create drama. Nothing. I think it's more the fact that it's just hard being Snoop Snoop D O Double G. Yeah. That's it's not so much the drama. Yeah, I went there to regulate, sure. and you know, it just didn't. <laughs> Didn't work there in my favor. To regulate. Yeah. There was no drama to regulate. <laughs> was it you and Nate Dog? It was. Rest in peace. We, did, we didn't do it. <laughs> we checked in with the All Kings. Right. Are you All damn right. good at it, too? <laughs> okay, so one team getting points here. Uh, the AHL team was the Springfield Indians. Oh, of course. Right. <laughs> The Springfield hockey team, we call them. Because <laughs> we're woke. <laughs> this, is, this is legit the most woke podcast I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I listen to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And the second team is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hey, Dan, way to go. The two whitest guys in the world got this answer right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he, he was wearing the um, away jersey of the Penguins. It said Pittsburgh diagonally across it. These rappers and their affiliations don't make sense to me. <laughs> like Lil Wayne and the Packers. Like, yeah, he's on. from New Orleans, but he's been a Packers fan. <laughs> right. Green and yellow, right? We knocked the Niners green, and the Falcons yellow, and the Bears yellow, off. Now we're about to cut Troy Palomalu hair off. Ugh. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for uh, a Stimpsons question, so oh, everyone geez. get excited. Homer joins the power plant softball team, and when the team reaches the championship, Mr. Burns fills the team with nine ringers. Name five of the nine. I don't know what that means. Homer Simpson joins a power plant softball okay. team. When it makes it to the championship, Mr. Burns makes a bet with another power plant. Okay. <laughs> what uh, what, what sort of season? answer are you looking for? I just need nine players. I'll even tell you, they're nine baseball players. Like real baseball sure. players or on the Simpsons? Yes. 100% real baseball okay. players. Yeah, I we got them. We need five, five of them? Five of five the nine. Five of the nine, yeah. 90s baseball player. I got one. Oh, I got, 90s. I got I was, one. I was gonna say, did you say when? Well, the Simpsons yeah. debuted in '89, so it's likely '90s or 2000s. But they, they're also still right. on the air, so that episode could have been last year. I'll mean, tell you, it was early Simpsons. Gotcha. Okay. I got, I'll I got one name there for you, but could now be. I'm thinking maybe not. You're rolling off a bunch here, Dan. Do you know these ones? You just throwing. I, I think I remember. I, I, I can <laughs> say most of them. I think. Well, why don't you go ahead and check in then? All right, we'll check in. Okay. I think I've watched exactly <laughs> one episode of Me Simpsons too. I watched the Treehouse of Horror once, and I thought it was stupid. I did, too. That's I, like, I watched ah, it I'm once. Good. I was like, yeah, no. They're in Illinois, right? Where are they based? Illinois? They don't it's say. Springfield, Oregon. but it's not. They never say. It's the a random gag on the show. Wait, it's, a, it's so like. That has no relation like, to the players that yeah, are on the team. It's like They're Barney's occupation. That. Also, like Chandler's <laughs> job. Chandler, uh smokes and watches shark porn he's a transponster he is a transponster that's not even a word so if we're thinking early 90s you guys checked in already yeah. yes oh yeah. yeah we just gotta um, name five players that were good don mattingly jose canseco oh yeah ken griffey jr it depends, it depends I mean, on how early like it, the snes game was ken griffey jr right yeah he said 90s, right? Yeah, it's early. It's, it's, it could be 91, 92. It could be a little early for like, because I was thinking like Mike Piazza. I could see them right. like doing that, but that might be a little early for him if it's one of the first few seasons. Sure. And if those guys are playing, are they taking time out to go beyond the Simpsons? Roger Clemens? McGuire? If, it, if it's in Seiko, I mean. Was McGuire relevant around yeah, the same time? They were the Bash I mean, Brothers. Bash Brothers, but yeah. But uh, who'd you say a minute ago? Mattingly? Yeah. I like Mattingly. Well, we need five, so we... <laughs> I like Griffey. Yeah. I like Clemens and Mattingly. Yep. Um, I think it'd be tough for them to not say Cal Ripken Jr., right? He was like Mr. Baseball. He was, you know? yeah. Nolan Ryan? Uh, no, not in the 90s. Not whenever this was. Right. Um, Do we know that they were necessarily all current players but they no. picked like reggie jackson right he was in bench warmers 
the movie, right. wasn't he? <clears throat> trying to think of like, did you want to go with Piazza too? Good then, sure. Because if we've got Griffey, Clemens, Mattingly, Piazza, and Ripken, Ripken, yeah, let's do yeah. that. Let's go with that. We are checking in with King Griffey Jr., Cal Ripken Jr., Roger Clemens, Don Mattingly, and Mike Piazza. Okay, you can keep the snow your answer. All right, so um, Roger Clemens was the the pitcher. Mike Sosha was the catcher. Why? <laughs> Pick Gary um, Carter, at least. Oh, uh, who else was there? <laughs> Um, I, I okay. Griffey Jr. was there. Um, Canseco was there, oh, and um, Steve said- Steve Sachs. Steve Sachs was on that first. too. Um, <laughs> and like all of them disappeared, so they uh, they couldn't actually play in the game. Um, Steve Sachs had all of the uh, like every unsolved murder in Springfield pinned on him. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ozzy Smith ended up like his head like blew up like into the like a gigantic that, size. No, that was Daryl. That was oh, that was Daryl oh, Strawberry. Strawberry. That's right. Daryl. That's Strawberry. right. Daryl Strawberry was. Um, Wade Boggs was on the team. Wade Boggs. Um. Yeah. Um. One of them fell into a hole, like a Ozzie bottomless Smith. hole. <laughs> Ozzy. Was that Ozzy? Okay. Jeez. Yeah, I think I named enough, right? I mean, yeah, you're good. So Steve, <laughs> Steve Sachs um, was arrested and accused of multiple murders. Um, Ozzy Smith did fall into a, a hole of some kind and just fell into like an alternate dimension. Um, Roger Clemens was hypnotized to think he was a chicken. Jose Canseco was rescuing um, a lady's cat from a, her burning house. Wade Boggs was punched out by Barney. um ken griffey jr um oh no wait he was ken griffey jr was the gigantism his head blew up uh, because he was drinking a tonic um don mattingly was kicked off the team because he would not shave his sideburns um joke was he did not have sideburns and mr burns every time he saw him would you save those sideburns until he kicked him off the team and Mike Mike Sosha um, got a, the job at the power plant, and he loved working there so much that he got radiation poisoning. So Mr. Burns you know, tried to get tried to get um, like three finger Mordecai yes. three finger Brown and Cap Anson and uh, yes. like um, the the uh, only Otis one Wagner. Yes, the only one not to have anything bad happen to them and still played in the game was Daryl Strawberry. So gotcha. one team getting points on that. We get partial credit for getting. <laughs> they they getting took, he took Strawberry out of the game and put Homer in. Yes, and he got hit in the head with a pitch and won the game. <laughs> he, because uh, <laughs> they brought in a lefty and uh, they, he was playing the percentages. Uh, that's when the Simpsons were good. Anyway, <laughs> question number three. Cam Neely has appeared as Seabass in three different Jim Carrey movies. Name all three movies. Let's go with that last one you said. Let's go yeah, for it. I mean, all right, we'll that's check in. As good as I guess I'll have. Okay. We're on the range. Talk it out, please. Yeah, we're sure on one. Yeah, absolutely. Sea uh, bass, <laughs> dumb and dumber. But um, you said he played that character in all these movies. So yeah. Same character. It, it's got to be, the, you know, those types of movies that would, you know, that's right, why exactly. I don't think it's like Truman Show. Because I, I don't know that. Right. 
but we're trying to think if we're missing something from the mid nineties. We've got the mask, Ace Ventura, Cable Guy, me, myself, and Irene. Well, that's a one, but yeah. I mean, it's in the range. In the range, though, yeah, running the right. range. I don't think it's the Dirty Harry movie he was in. No, that would be. I don't think it crossover. was the number twenty-three. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the right. Spotless Mind. Yes, the Batman movie. <laughs> Oh he yeah, shows up. he was in the Batman. Movie. Um, Ugh. I try to forget that. The Riddler. I don't remember him being in Yes yeah. Man. That was. Way I feel like yeah. Too. I feel like it's going to be around the, the time. Or Bruce like... Almighty. Oh, he should have been. Now that I think, now that you're listening to all these Jim Carrey movies, Dan <laughs> Neely needed to be in every one of those. This character yeah, yeah. would fit in all yeah. of them. I'm pretty sure I remember him in Man on the Moon. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> liar, liar. I mean, it could be liar, liar. I haven't seen that movie in as that so character long. though. Yeah, that's uh, what's her name with the voice. This is how it goes on our show. Yeah, this <laughs> the, we're literally on an episode with of the same voice. Show right with the voice. It's the lady with the uh... Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Is that her name? She was a uh, schmoopsy poo on Monsters. Right, Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> Celia. Literally, I feel like yeah, we're not even right. on bench warmers anymore. <laughs> Mike Wazowski, you didn't turn in your paperwork. Was that Jennifer Tilly? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Harry Housens. Who are we trying to connect again? Right, oh, yeah, right. no, right. right. Uh, uh, the number 23, <laughs> Logan Lerman played his son. Puce. Uh, all right. Well, Dumb and Dumber yep. for sure. Do we want to go with I mean, me, myself, and Irene. Fits. Cable guy? I, I think that fits. I don't think it's Ace Ventura. I think I would remember if it was Ace Ventura, unless it's the second one, because Dan Marino was in the first yes, one. Is it Nature Calls or whatever? I don't know. Well, that already has kind of a sports theme going to it. So why don't we go Ace Ventura 2, Dumb and Dumber, me, myself, and Irene. Over Cable Guy? Unless you feel better about I, I feel guy. better about Cable Guy. All right, let's go Cable Guy then. What were your three? Uh, Dumb and Dumber, Cable Guy. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura 2. Calls. Okay. And you can keep the snow your answer, please. Oh, uh, yeah, we were pretty sure on Dumb and Dumber and me, myself, and Irene, and we didn't know the third one, so we just guessed with Dumb and Dumber or the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. He's not Jim Carrey's not even in that. No, the there was That's the Dumb third one or whatever. Which one do you want, Dumb and Dumber or Dumb and Dumber 2? <laughs> Dumb and Dumber 2. We officially checked in with Dumb and Dumberer. We were thinking the other one, but yeah, yeah we don't. So we we officially anyway. checked we in with care, Dumb and Dumberer, so. though, so we have to <laughs> okay. be we have to go with that one. Okay, so neither team's getting points here. Um, the correct correct answers are Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber Two, mm. and T-O, me, myself, T-O. and Irene. To yeah. Oh. Question four. The NBA 2K franchise has several athletes with multiple cover appearances. The list includes Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. What player holds the record for with five appearances on the cover? All right, we're checked in. Checked in. Okay, run the range is checked in. You can keep the snow. Talk it out. Sure, uh, let's talk it out. Gugliata. Um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Wally Zerbiak. Wally Zerbiak. Um, it's gonna be late. That left shrimp. 
Um, it's gonna be someone that was big in the late 2000s so pistol pete maravich <laughs> i mean in the late Shaq, 2000s it could yeah, be Shaq. Yeah. well he said Shaq in the list did of he the say names Shaq? yes he did <laughs> he said i believe he said you Michael read the names shaquille o'neal kevin durant and kobe bryant are the names uh, see, i right? never call him shaquille i call him his mama calls Shaq him Shaq. Fu. i'm gonna call him Shaq. yeah yeah we know it's um we we know it's not Pooh Richardson or J.R. Smith. Are you J.R. Sure? Ryder or J uh, J.R. Ryder? Sorry, it, it's probably Jr. not J.R. Smith either. Yeah, J.R. Didn't call that time. It's out. probably not Tajan Langdon. I think he's from. We called him Tajan. <laughs> Tajan, whatever his name is. <laughs> Tajan, what is it? Tajan, Tajan Land, Langdon. <laughs> I love when Matt's Trajan, on the Trajan Langdon. Right <laughs> um, so we're, we're we're talking like I said. So late somebody 2000s. that was big in the late two thousands, not Harden. He was drafted like around 07, 08, but he was a backup for the first yeah, couple I think, years. I think it's too early for Harden. Yeah. So then, um, oh, oh, be- um, how about uh, down in Miami? Um, Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Maybe. No, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos Boozer, I think he's from uh, Alaska, isn't he? Um, <laughs> That's Nowhere in this question does it say anything <laughs> about being from Alaska. <laughs> that was, you added that. <laughs> no, all those. those, what, all those what a player from Alaska that. has the most video game covers of all time. <laughs> it, it could be Allen Iverson. He's from the late 2000s. Well, no, no, we're talking like the the run of the game was from like early to now. So, I mean, during that run, I don't know. I don't know either. If you want to to go Allen Iverson, let's go ahead and check in with that. Or or, uh, you said Westbrook. You also said Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard had a, I mean. He was kind of a superstar. Yeah. He's Superman. I don't know. You pick one. That? Pick one, Matt. We are going to check in with uh, Dwight Howard. Okay, checking in with Dwight Howard and run the range. Your answer. So we're checking in with a correct answer. I can guarantee you that it's correct. I don't know if it's the answer you have, <laughs> but it's a correct answer. Um, we're checking in with the logo, Jerry West, because he's technically on all. He's of on them. every single cover. <laughs> he's not uh, on just five, though. <laughs> That's we correct. We have He's, a backup answer. In the we have a backup movie. answer if you won't accept that. <laughs> I'll accept any answer you give me, so you have to choose which one you want. Sounds like that's not correct, even though it is. Um, so we're, we went with Allen Iverson. Oh, All right. So one team technically is getting points. Um, the correct answer is Allen Iverson, who was um, on the, the cover from 1999 through 2003. The first nice. five. Please let the next question be about Akbar Baja Biabilla. No, it's Kabir. It's got to be about Kabir. It's it, when I'm when I'm forced to find a question quickly, it will immediately go to Aki Seinfeld. Oh, nice. All right. So, in Seinfeld, what actress does George plow into at home plate when trying to score at a softball game? I think check we can, yeah, we can in. check that. Yeah. Right. You can keep the snow checked in fairly confidently. Seen, seen every episode of the show. Yeah. Once. Okay. Do you remember the one where George played softball? 
was the actress playing herself in the episode or you just want to know the actress who played the character that he plowed into that would be the same answer so yes <laughs> gotcha okay <laughs> she I was playing of, herself i'm of no help because I, I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld. So, so 90s. I, I don't think it's Julia Roberts. I don't think it's Meryl no, She was on Friends in the 90s, Julia yeah. Roberts. That's before Friends, though, right? Or were they concurrent? They were concurrent for a bit there. So it's like a big 90s actress. Like, you know, I mean, I'd I would imagine assume. it'd be someone. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Gina Davis. Was she playing Dottie Henson? Ooh. Well, playing herself, playing Dottie Henson. Gina Davis. I like Gina Davis. I'm trying to think of who they would have mentioned on. I thought for sure this was going to be another Keith Hernandez question. <laughs> yeah, right. It was Keith Hernandez in a dress. <laughs> uh, you know who was on Seinfeld was um, Anna Gunn, but I don't think it was her playing herself. Okay. Walter White's wife, Skyler White. Um, irrelevant. Just doing the Hollywood thing in my head now. <laughs> I mean, it could have been Meryl Streep, I guess. Early 90s. I don't think it'd be like Shirley MacLaine. I, I mean, I hope not. It was Betty she White. Ex- exploded her ankles yeah. sliding under. It's Betty White, and she got right up. Betty White would have been coming off the end of Golden Girls around that time. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't, I don't know if she wanted to crouch for that long, though. Right. Uh, I mean, Gina Davis sounds good too. We should go Gina Davis. She's I'm got the sh- baseball history. So yeah, that's that's the only thing that like that's the reason it popped in my head. Delma Louise was around then, so she was pretty yeah. relevant. Susan Sarandon's good answer too. Oh, that uh, might be a better answer. She's in all those baseball movies. Do you want to go Susan Sarandon? Yeah, I think it's a, all I think she's, I think point, she's so. a bigger name. All right, we're gonna check in with Susan Sarandon. Checking in with Susan Sarandon, and you can keep the snow. What was your answer? All right, so Jerry's Comedy Club has a softball team, and they're playing against Rochelle Rochelle the Musical. And the star of Rochelle Rochelle the Musical was also the catcher on the team. It was Bette Midler. Oh, oh. yeah. Now I can see it in the catcher's uniform. <laughs> and, then, Fred and, and then, yeah, um, George plows her over, knocks her out of commission, and Jerry just so happens to be dating the understudy. <laughs> and they kind of did a whole uh, um, Nancy Kerrigan thing nice. with it. There's people calling me Galuli. <laughs> All right. The correct answer is Bette Midler. So one team getting points on that. Good Lord. Let's just skip the scores and move I on. I never would have came up with I never would have thought Bette Midler there. Wow. How the hell did somebody steal my John Stewart question? <laughs> Talk to Bombback. He's the one. Jesus. I've got a John Stewart question on my episode this week, too, that just came out. So cripes. Except I just gave away the answer to what the question was. So. Yeah, wow. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got a features round for you. I'll talk to you about it after. Dude, this whole game, I've been thinking, like, I can get Dan Marino to Cam Neely in one. I can get Roger Clemens <laughs> to Michael Jordan in one. Like, <laughs> just through the movies they've been in. Dan Marino to Cam Neely. That's great. You get Cam <laughs> Neely to about 100 people with D2, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Heading into the second half, we have a score of redacted. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> the scores were changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Run the range with a score of 90. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the snow at 300. 
This is Sparta. Now on to the second this half. Feels like it. Trojan horse. <laughs> hey, they won at the end. Trajan of that, horse. So you never know. Trajan <laughs> horse. <laughs> Tayshawn horse. Trajan horse. That's the episode title name right For there. For sure. Trajan horse. <laughs> The Trojan horse with a Duke jersey. <laughs> That's incredible. Really good. <laughs> Is Matt okay? <laughs> I was out like, shoveling an asthma attack earlier. It's like the first thing I did was take a big old puff of my inhaler. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> Somebody have my wife's phone number in case I have a heart attack while we're oh, podcasting. Agent Horse. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. Oh, jeez. Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. For this quarter, there will be five questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question, or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of the points that they have accumulated in the quarter. I apologize for this being a very depressing one that I put together. So We've already thrown in the towel, so this, this can't be a choice for us. Is this the one that starts off, it's made of sterling silver? Is that this <laughs> yep. No, no, that, oh, is, no. Not that <laughs> is not it. That's, that's, how, that's how low can you go. That's how, oh, yeah. that's, right. that's right. Which is also our team name right now, based on our score. Seriously. And the theme is careers cut short at Midler. <laughs> She's still going. If you kill Bette Midler on this podcast, Dan, you're going to have a lot of anger. Oh. oh. <laughs> I tried to kill Betty White and it didn't work. So that's I, never going to happen. Dare that's you. why. How dare Bulletproof. you? She's an American treasure. So is no, Dick Weber. Is, yeah, so Dick is Weber. <laughs> I still don't believe that he is. <laughs> Question one. This strong safety was a two-time Pro Bowler and was named the hardest-hitting player in the NFL by Sports Illustrated in 2007. Sadly, he was shot and killed by an intruder in November of 2007. We can check that in, Sam. Yep. We're checked in. Um, I forgot your team name. I just spaced on it. From the range. That's the guy from the Washington football team, um, Sean, Sean Taylor. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, we'll check in with that. Yeah, I'll check in that. All right, checking in with Sean Taylor and run the range. Your answer? Uh, same, Sean Taylor. Both teams getting their points. Correct answer. Question one is Sean Taylor. Unfortunately, passed away at the age of 24. Um, was well on his way to being just an unbelievable player in the NFL. But So the question is, are you going to let it ride or throw in the towel? Let's do it, Dan. All right, let's do it. All right, and run the range? Yep, we're yep. going to let it ride. 
We have yeah. to. <laughs> we have to. Question two. This defensive lineman was a national champion in 1983, a consensus All-American in 1986, and in the NFL recorded 29 and a half sacks in 76 games with the Eagles. His life was cut short after an automobile accident in June of 1992. That's it, Dan. Yep, we can check it. That rung a bell. Okay. You can keep the snows checked in, run the range, talk it out. 83 national championship. No clue who won that. The Eagles, right? Um, Yeah, my guess. So, I mean, you would think that he was probably drafted in 86 or 87, right? He was national champion in 83 and then All-American in 86. He had to have graduated by 87 at the latest. So he would have been, when he died, what? Five years, four or five years pro? 26, 27? Yeah. I'm sure I've heard about this. I was alive during that time, so. <laughs> I mean, it's the second question. I'm sure it's not, like, yeah, impossible. You know, I'm sure once I hear the name, I'll know it. Andre Bruce, that's a name. That's a guy. Uh huh. He was drafted around that time, somewhere. Sure. Jeez, eighty-seven. Eagles. Ron Jaworski. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> For now, we said his name. Yeah, I mean, I guess we should just think about players who've passed. Yeah, that's the one good thing about this category is that we can't really do any more damage. What's an NFL name? <laughs> just give me a football player's name. What's a common Peyton, one? Peyton Manning. Well, I mean, obviously, that's dead. Don't kill Peyton Manning. I'm not trying to. He said, give me an NFL name. Manning. There's like nine of them. Yeah, there's ones that I'd be more okay with than Peyton. <laughs> Ricky Manning Jr. <laughs> Panthers defensive back. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's like, if we don't know. Which we don't. Right. I, so I know Andre Bruce was a guy. Johnson. Bruce? He was a guy. Jeez. He was drafted high. He was a guy. I don't know. And we get else about we get him. no points if we get it wrong. Yeah, and you lose half the points for your last one, right? Yeah, right. Oh, so we lo- We would get twenty five of the first question. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's not zero. It'd break a hundred, which is a score, by the way. <laughs> On your show, somebody got zero. I, I've done it twice. <laughs> you got zero. I'm the only one to do it, and oh, I've done it Lord. twice. No one else has done it once. What did you say the guy's name was? Brown? Bruce. Bruce. Let's go with Bruce. All right. We're checking in with Bruce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what happened? Uh, What's wrong? Oh, you almost you ass backwards almost... into that. Oh, my God. Is it Manning? No. Is it no. Brown? <laughs> oh, my. All right. Uh, so there was nothing that anyone said. <laughs> You can keep the snow your answer, please. It's Jerome Brown. Come on. How the hell did that even come out of your mouth? I had BR written on my paper. I didn't have the last letters. Gosh. All right. So one team with the correct answer. Um, the correct answer was Jerome Brown. Um, he is um, on the Eagles Hall of Fame or in the Eagles Hall of Fame. And uh, his number 99 has been retired by the Eagles. I've never heard of him, so I, I don't. Really? That. NFL Network does the the football life. Um, for yeah, all yeah. Players. I love those. They, I, they, they have a Jerome. They have a Jerome Brown one that's yeah. really really good. I watched all the running back ones like when one day once I was sick a couple years ago. They're phenomenal. Like Curtis yeah. Martin, 
the 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 Jerome Brown one's almost as sad as the Marty Schottenheimer one. Dirty Rotten Rhymer. Dirty, Rotten. dirty Rotten um, Rhymer. That's a name we're not supposed to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh- uh, Adam Gase. Adam Gase. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome Brown was amazing on uh, Super Tech Mobile. He was amazing oh, nice. everywhere, except in his Corvette. I mean, was he? Tw- <laughs> what did you say? Twenty nine sacks. <laughs> In like five, no, he, and a half. that's not great for a def- defensive tackle. Yes, it was. It was oh, d- okay. D- yeah, played alongside oh, yeah. of uh, Reggie, Reggie White. Reggie White. White. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Question three. We're gonna go with. Uh, we well, gotta ask. Him I know. Him. No, I, I know. I'm gonna, okay. I'm, you can keep the snow. Are you guys gonna let it ride or throw in the towel? Dan, how important? What? So, what's the record? Do you want to get the record? I don't care about the. record. I don't I care about it either. It's just. I uh, mean. You, you want, want to take to one, one more? more? You want to hear one more question? At Let's least? just do yeah. one more right now. Right. Yeah. Okay. We were going to let it ride, Eric. Thank you. Ride, Fantastic. ride, ride, let it ride. Going to put some music under that. Yeah. In the third quarter that Matt will be editing. <laughs> question three. This Clemson All-American was drafted by the Buccaneers in 2007 and was traded to the Bears in 2009. In January of 2010, he passed away from cardiac arrest due to cardiomyopathy. Well, I know this one, Sam. Not that it matters. <laughs> I was just talking about this guy with my best friend yesterday. 2010. If only we had They made those. it to the NFC Championship that year, 2010, but this would have been... Spring of 2010 before the season started, right, Eric? Is that was that January. a question? January, January of 2010. They were in the NFC Championship in January of 2011. So, what year was he drafted again? 2007. 2007. I've always been a Clemson fan. I should be able to. Okay, the guy I'm thinking of is a. I, I can't think of his name. He was a uh, defensive end. Yeah, for some reason, I have a bigger guy in my brain. For, I don't remember much about this, but... Grady Sizemore. I can't think... It's, it's, yeah, it's Grady Sizemore. <laughs> I can't think of his name. I, I'm positive that I'm thinking of the right person. I just... I can't come up with his name, Matt. Does the name Martin mean anything? For some reason, Martin's... No, no, but it is a, it is a, uh, a common name. Last name, at least. So we go with a Lucky Smith or a Lucky Johnson or something? Oh, oh he's, going. he's going. He's going. He's in. He's going. He's in. <laughs> Buckle up. All right. Leave him be. He, he needs to get this, just like Eric Matt, has we need, to get these Matt, things. Matt, we need to get a, a sound bite of, like, a seatbelt clicking and, like, something taking off. Oh, I love that. When That's he a orbits, great idea. Yeah, when he orbits into the Mind Palace. Yep. <laughs> There it is. Gaines Adams. There it is. My oh Dallas, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> we go to check, checking in there. Yeah, we're checking in with Gaines Adams. All right. And the correct answer is Gaines Adams. Um, his medical condition was unknown to himself and to his family, um, unfortunately, in large heart. All right, it's, Dan. It's, um, it's 1135. So we're going we're all France on this Eric. and throwing in the towel. We're waving right. the white flag. Exactly, yeah. We're giving up. <laughs> you want to hear the last questions? Sure. sure. 
I mean, I did write them. I mean, just, yeah, let's hear them. <laughs> this basketball player ranked number one in high school was shot and killed in 1984 after a altercation with his, oh, I'm sorry, with another student. Um, his high school teammate, Nick Anderson, wore his number 25 during his career in his honor. I remember seeing something about this in a documentary, but I don't know the guy's name. It's, um, is that, is it that magic? I know magic Nick Anderson. Yeah. No, it's, um, is that Hank gathers. No, no. It's, um, I got this. I got this. I don't need to go to my mind palace for it though. Um, um, it's, I don't remember the first name. It's Wilson. Yes. Benjamin York, Wilson. Benjamin your Wilson. kid, right? Like in the Bronx. Nope, Chicago. 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 Close, yes. close. S- Simeon High School. <laughs> Simeon um, Japari Parker, I believe, went there as well. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but yeah, he he was shot and killed. Um, the ESPN 30 for 30, Benji, is, is yep. about that. There yeah. you go. That's oh, gotcha. what I was thinking of. Yep. And then the last one, I, I wrote this. No one, I don't, I, I don't assume no one would get it. So Russian hockey player that was selected 17th overall by the New York Rangers in 2007. Um, collapsed in 2008 on the bench of a game in the KHL um, and could not be resuscitated and was pronounced dead later that day. I'm out. I was out when he said um, Russian hockey player. Does it end with ski? No, no. it ends with off. Um, it, do, it does end with uh, Trajan Jimlyoff. <laughs> Alexi Cheripanov. Oh, uh, so close. Oh, almost there. That's not in the palace anywhere. <laughs> Listen, the, the 30 for 30 on him, Alexi, is pretty Yeah, nice. it's a great one. <laughs> I thought it was about Alexi Ramirez, but I was wrong. Yep. It's a it's a not 30 for 30 by TV or on audio. I think it's by uh, Telegram. <laughs> I rearranged the Mind Palace a few weeks ago, and I, I don't remember seeing him in there. No. <laughs> the print version on the back of a green sheet (laughs) (laughs) all right after the third quarter we have a score of run the range with 115 we broke 100 you can keep you can keep the snow 450 just read our score next time it is still anyone's game (laughs) if they lose all their points then it is yeah yes so many wrong let's throw it to dan the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories for the fourth quarter. Feels like the first time. Urgent. Cold as ice. Waiting for a girl like you. I want to know what love is. I was going to say, you better not skip that one, man. (laughs) You really do just set these up to make Dan sing. That's the sure. whole <laughs> These are going to make me sing. Sure. I love Foreigner, dude. Those are all foreign to me. Yes. <laughs> now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in category feels like the first time. Sorry, Scott. With the 183rd pick in the 1974 NHL draft, the Buffalo Sabres selected Taro... Sujimoto, what about this player made this pick significant? I'm going to have to give a shout out to uh, Rich. Um, if he does listen to this, I think he does. I got this question from him years ago at a trivia night that he hosted. Hi, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Actually, not thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you can check in. 
All right, you can keep the snow has checked in. We're on the range. Let's talk about 1970s hockey. Let's not. You said, Scott, there's no hockey questions at the beginning of this. I think you jinxed it. He changed the question after that. Yeah. No, no, this is Rich's <laughs> question. So Gotcha. He had this in there. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking something along those lines, right? I mean, right. Sujimoto sounds but is Asian. It, I'm, I'm down to the thing where it's, what, Nakamura and Nomo or whatever. One of them was the first Asian, and then one of them was right. the first player from the Asian league that came over to the U.S. majors. So – is right. there a Japanese hockey league? I hardly knew there was an NHL, so <laughs> I have no idea if there's a Japanese hockey league. He's not the first. Oh, well, no. I was going to say he's not the first, like, not North American born because they had Czech guys and Belarusian yeah. guys. And What year did you say? 183rd pick in which? 1974. That's oh. around the time Clark Gillies was. <laughs> Clark Gillies. As well. <laughs> i mean is Chris it going to be the you know the first asian yeah i mean that would make sense drastic but i mean russia is asia technically parts Gosh, of it so. yeah, right i would say japanese i would be more specific sujimoto is a japanese name yeah that's very japanese beyond name. any other part of asia there so yeah you want to go first japanese born professional Play. hockey player I- or just first Japanese-born player drafted because he said oh. it happened during the draft was the first. And he was so, the 183rd Because Just because he was drafted, I mean, he may have never even played, you know what I mean? But it could just sure, be sure, sure. first yeah. Asian. So yeah, I guess check we'll check in. in with the first Asian-born player to be drafted in the NHL. Okay. and you First Japanese-born player, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that specificity on it. All right. You can keep the snow. What was your answer? I'm sorry. Wait. We're on the range, and how much did you wager? 10 points. Perfect 10. Could be a Boeing website. <laughs> or it's actually something else. That's kind of a entirely. For me. <laughs> don't don't go to perfect 10 website, please. Don't. Or whitehouse.com. Don't go to either of those. <laughs> oh gosh. Um and you can keep the snow your your answer and wager, please. I I know the answer. <laughs> I don't know all of the flavor behind it, so I'll let you do that, especially since it was uh buffalo who did it um but they uh they drafted a player that didn't exist okay and how much did you wager for 50 five zero fifty the correct answer is taro sujimoto is a fictitious player did not exist um the the sabers general manager punch imlock um drafted a made-up player more or less to uh protest the way the nhl draft was held um, it was done over the phone, um, and draft picks would take forever to get through. Um, it was more or less to uh, keep secrets from the the other hockey league, the WHL. Um, so I don't understand what the protest was trying to accomplish, but drafting fictitious players was something they tried. It was during a quarantine. He, he thought it was a bunch of hocus pocus. Uh, oh, Bat Midler, nice. Um, I'm sorry, Punch <laughs> Imlock? So yes. it was a fake GM, too, is what you're saying. <laughs> We know. We need to use that name for a for a pre and post game. What's going on here? Punch, Punch Mlock. All of these are some. characters from D four, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> right. I'm actually writing a screenplay as we yep. speak. It's in Ta- production. Tari Sujimoto is actually Kenny Wu's uncle. <laughs> Question two under the category urgent. The fifth largest comeback in NBA history is also the f- largest fourth quarter comeback. 
This occurred in November of 1977 at the Omni Coliseum. Trailing by 29 points in the fourth quarter, what Central Division team pulled off this comeback, and what team had this epic collapse? And let me be clear, it's their current Central Division team. I don't know if they okay. were okay. Good. then. <laughs> we'll check in. Okay, you can keep the snow as checked in. Run the range, talk it up. So, Sam, last time I just went with the Pacers, it was correct when okay. I had little to no thunder <laughs> on it. Uh, I mean, we've got 20% thunder on all of our options, basically, other than Detroit. So Yeah, I don't think it's the, Detroit to play at the Omni. No. Chicago, Milwaukee, Indiana, Cleveland. Chicago and Cleveland both started playing where they play now in 94, I think. Like the Gund Arena, um, where Cleveland was for Right. Where was Chicago before United, though? Was it Omni? It sounds like it. <laughs> Come see. I have no idea on Indiana either. Um, Come see number three draft pick, Michael Jordan at the Omni. Right. Sounds nice, right? Where did Indiana play before Bankers, whatever they are now? Yeah. The Fieldhouse. Um, yeah. I think I like Chicago. You like Chicago over Indiana? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's go Chicago. Are they the team that came back or the team that – Oh, right. Are we guessing both teams? Yeah. Oh, boy. So now we just have to pick another NBA team at the time. Could have been any one of them, though? Yep. Did you say the date of this game in 1977 other than 1977? November of 77. November. Does, does that help you, Sam? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was thinking maybe if it was towards the end, you could maybe balance it out. But Yeah. It, yeah, this could be any team. <laughs> Sam, let's let's go Eastern Conference. That way we're okay. So Bulls and I like I say Knicks. Okay, I'm done with that. Bulls Knicks. Yeah, check it in. And how many points? Twenty. And you can keep the snow. Your answer and wager, please. Well, the Omni was in Atlanta, so come on. The Hawks, the Hawks is one of them, and we picked a. Central Division team that was good and that, that around that time and just went with the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, one team getting points. 50 points. One team getting points. Uh, the correct answer was the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. Wow. Top score for the Bucks that game, Junior Bridgerman. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta Hawks, John Drew. Punch and lock. Never trust a guy with two first names. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy John believes that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Scott, we're back under 100 now. So, yep. Feel good about that. WNBA is coming up. We're good. We're not going to finish with zero. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So it's fine. It's nice. On to question three Cold is ice. With five seconds left in Super Bowl 34, Steve McNair connected with receiver Kevin Dyson who looked to be on his way to score a game-tying touchdown. What Rams linebacker stepped up and made an open-field tackle, stopping Dyson at the one-yard line? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Oh. Just making sure we're on the same page. We're checked in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Run the range is checked in. You can keep the smoke and talk it out now. The only Rams linebacker I have in my head is Laronitis. So that was way <laughs> was before his him. time. Uh, rest in peace, Road <laughs> Warrior Animal. I know, yeah. There was a video on NFL.com about him the other day. It was pretty cool. When was London Fletcher playing with them? It was might have been about that time, but I thought he was more a few years after that. But yeah. 
can't. And really I think, think that name would spark if it was if it would have been London Fletcher. I think I would have. That's a name I know. But if it's the only name we got, yeah. I mean, I I can't think of another. I mean, for I as can many think of times, like all the starters on the uh, offensive side of the ball. Yeah. But. For as many times as I've seen that clip, that video clip, you think I would have known who that was, but it was just about, you know, the Titans not getting the touchdown. And then he stretches to, after he's down, he stretches and still yeah. doesn't make it. Yeah. I I say we just go with with London Fletcher. Yeah. We'll check in with that. All right, For and how many 50. points? Okay. Run the range, your answer, and wager, please. Uh, we did 20 points again, and I think I remember his name being Mike Jones. And I thought he was talking about the rapper from Houston. So, but uh, just in case it's not, we're going to check in with Jones. One team getting points. The correct answer is Mike Jones. Oh. Undrafted. Undrafted linebacker out of Missouri, um, played 12 seasons in the NFL, has nine career sacks. Back so then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Solid. <laughs> I went from Leonard Skinner to Mike Jones. Who am I? Question number four, waiting for a girl like you. What players started their career in Chicago? Was a six-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and a, w- and a WNBA MVP is the leader in career field goal percentage and total rebounds. We're going to go ahead and check in, Eric. Okay. And keep the snows checked in. Run the range, suck it up. Yeah, I, Chicago is not an original WNBA friend. Like the Chicago Sky are not. So it's kind of weird that the all-time, you know, the all-time leader. Fair. So to start in Chicago, that would have to be like mid-2000s. Okay. At the earliest, so they could still be active, but like that eliminates like Rebecca Lobo because like field percentage, you think it's going to be a big, you know, typically, right? Not Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina Charles was the only name that popped in my head. I don't even know if she played if she started her career in Chicago. It's not a name that I know, but you could probably she's name very forty-seven. Pro- yeah, she's WMA very prolific. I know, so yeah, she's uh, she's good, like really good. So right on. I'm down with locking in with that. All right, we're gonna. Well, we check in, but uh, I mean, I'm down with checking in with that. <laughs> we're gonna check in with Tina Charles. Checking in with Tina Charles, and how many points did you wager? Uh, this was an important one, so we did 25. And you can keep the snow. Your answer and wager, please. I seem to remember her taking the rebound lead this year as a member of the um, Minnesota Lynx. Um, Sylvia Fowles was our answer. Owls. All right, and your wager? 50. All right, one team getting their points here. The correct answer is Sylvia Fowles. Um, she's actually played um, several years overseas as well, simultaneously as um, in China, Turkey, Russia, kind of everywhere. Apparently, you don't make that much money in the WNBA. Don't. Right. Nope. And that to, is to, a name that I've heard because I remember hearing her yeah. name and thinking, what a basketball name. Right. Fouls. Surprisingly, she doesn't lead in fouls. Right. <laughs> question number five and the last question of the game. I want to know what love is. Anybody? I want you to show <laughs> You beat me to it. <laughs> Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are the greatest QB coach combo in history with 219 regular season wins together and six Super Bowl wins. 
What coach and quarterback combo have the most combined wins without a Super Bowl championship? Between the two of them or as the two of them? As the two of them. We can check that in. We're checked in, Eric. Okay. You can keep the smoke and talk it out. So we're between Fran Tarkenton and Bud Grant and Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. And even though Tarkington, I think, played with Bud Grant for, I'm going to say, probably 10 years, they had 14 games back then instead of 16. And the Vikings, even though they went to all those Super Bowls and were a dominant team in the 70s, they never won like 13 games. They always would win 10 or 9 games. And I remember those Eagles teams of the early 2000s as being like, 12 wins like every year, 13 and three or 12 and four almost every year. Yeah. And Donovan was there from, so Ray Rhodes was there in 99. Then he went to the Packers in 2000 and Reed came in in 2000, right? Yeah. So it, Eagles? Was, it was a good at least seven, seven, seven years. eight years together having So let's say they averaged years. at least 11 wins for seven years. Cause it seems like, well, let's say they averaged 10. That's 70 games. Right. And Bud Grant and so if you're averaging 10 back then, 10 would be, eh, be like 90-ish. But Turkington wasn't there all those years, though, was he? Van Brocklin was there. Yeah, yeah, Van Brocklin was there for a while, too. I don't know. I, I remember Donovan leaving. When did he leave to go to Washington? 07, 08? Right around because he went then, to the Vikings because yeah. Favre went to the Vikings in 09 and Donovan was there the year before, right? So that would have been 08. Yes. So 07, I think he was in Washington. So 06 would have been his last year in Philadelphia. So he was there for seven seasons. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have a hard time coming off of it, honestly. Coming off of Donovan and Reed. Yeah. Donovan and Reed. Even if. The Vikings for 10 years averaged nine or 10 wins. That'd be 90 wins. Yeah. I don't know. You make pick, a call, pick, buddy. I know. I, I say you pick one on this one. Okay. Um, yeah. I think every time I talk, we talk about him, it's always it seems like he's a sneaky coach, that he always has more stats than everyone else. And you never think of him as Andy Reid. So let's go with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. Okay, checking in with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb for how many points? Five zero. Oh no, nineteen actually. Okay, and run the range. Your answer and wager, please. Uh, we wagered twenty five on this one. Um, we had pretty much the same conversation. Uh, started out on the Andy Reid Donovan McNabb train, and then talked about Fran Tarkenton, Bug Grant. Um, tried to figure out who was in Miami <laughs> before Nick Saban uh, and uh, ended up checking in with Fran Tarkenton and Bud Grant for 25 points. Okay. And unfortunately, neither team getting their points on this. Um, Fran Tarkenton and Bud Grant, 64 career wins together um, with zero Super Bowls. Others on the list, John Elway and Dan Reeves, 89 career wins with zero Super Bowls. Oh. Jim Kelly, Marv Levy, 101 career games 
or career wins with no Super Bowls. But number one is Dan Marino and, and Don, Don Shula, Shula. Yeah. with 116 regular season wins and zero Super Bowls. Yeah, how did we not come up with that, Dan? Don I, Shula, no Super Bowls. Well, oh, yeah. with Don Marino. Shula did, but not yeah, with Dan Marino. Yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't. Jeez. Couldn't remember how long he was there. Right. With Marino. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a score of 55, yes. I have run, run the range. And our clipboard captains of the game receiving the coveted Drew Henson Award. You can keep the snow with a score of 531. Congratulations, Dan <laughs> and Matt. Hey. Awesome. hey! Amazing. Not quite 10 times the points that we had, but... Uh... <laughs> We won. Uh, we won on Saturday too, didn't we? So I've won with two Scott. in a row with Scott. Yeah, yeah, with Scott. Look at me. Jeez, thanks, Dan. Carried me. Yeah, look at that. Green and yellow, black and oh, yellow. You guys can't see it because this is a podcast, but these guys got flex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> they can see it when they look at uh, Twitter when I posted a picture of us doing it earlier. Well, not Twitter. everyone here is on Twitter. Picture of us doing it. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Only if you're a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Just make sure somebody brings a box of Trajans. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, this is I can see the marketing gotten instead off of a, the rails. Instead of a pull-up jumper, don't pull up, pull out. Oh no! Oh jeez! That dropped faster than our score in the oh. up round. Oh. <laughs> Listen to All my right. podcast. It's or you can just do that. Why don't you go ahead and pump your podcast right now, Sam? Tell us all about it. We want to hear it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, Hollywood Cast Connection. We're on pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. So iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podbean. I probably missed one, but all those, Google. Um, and yeah, it's just the classic degrees of separation game. We draw a couple names, or we run the range, which is where the team name came from. That's a random actor name generation engine, and it gives us two actor names, and then we connect them. And we've got fun little things in the mix called action cards that make it a little more difficult, add more points. And then we always have a special features round that Scott cleaned up on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. on Actually, by the time this comes out, it, won't be <laughs> right. it was very much in his wheelhouse. But yeah, I mean, we, we're not super like uh, cinephile heads. We just like being entertained. So it's not going to be a lot of Oscar stuff or uh, unless that's what you're into. It's not all Godfather and Goodfellas. We've got rom-coms and sports movies and everything in there so somehow kevin costner movies came up on scott's episode of course it did. completely randomly so yeah but we have a good time over there it's me and my brother and a new guest every week so and sam just really quick how many points do you play up to <laughs> and tell us why you picked that generally we try to get at least 60 points because we're clever and six degrees looks like six O, which looks like 60 that's part of the intro or the rules reading so <laughs> Uh, Scott ended with way more than 60, but uh, that was a fun, well-fought game. So, On this game, we should have played a 60. We didn't make it there on... <laughs> I was going to say, even if we did that, we didn't, we didn't win. What are right, your well, thoughts on the actress Marley Shelton? There you go. Connect her with you, somebody. Are you asking already, that because you referenced that on the show? Are you, are you joking? No, I'm Marley Shelton, right? He brought up... He 
we had a one where you had to get character names. He named two Marley Shelton movies with both character names. <laughs> I was just looking up to write a story about to write a question about Marley Shelton today. Wendy Peppercorn, baby. Yeah, Wendy Peppercorn. And, and Detective Hicks <laughs> from Scream 4. <laughs> she won me the game. Funny. <laughs> so random. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Sam. I appreciate it. It was awesome. So thank you, Sam, for coming on. This was a lot of fun. And thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.